Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a Swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. Hi, everyone. I'm Deb Flaschenberg. Welcome to Yoga Birth Babies, a podcast produced by Prenatal Yoga Center. We will be diving into everything prenatal yoga, birth, and baby related, hoping to inspire, educate, and empower you through your journey into motherhood. Thank you for listening. Hi, everyone. Thank you so much for joining us. I'm Deb Flaschenberg, and this is Yoga Birth Babies, and I am so thrilled to have Andrea here with us. I have had the pleasure of knowing and working with Andrea for almost 14 years, so let me give you guys a little background of this amazing woman. So Andrea Sims-Brown, IBCLC, RLC is a New York City-based private practice lactation consultant. She provides individual and group postpartum lactation support and has been a baby care and breastfeeding educator in New York City and the tri-state area for the past 26 years. Andrea is a regular expert contributor to TheBump.com and is the creator of Caring for a Newborn with Andrea Sims-Brown, which is an online baby care work workshop film. It's amazing. I've seen it, which is available at bitfamsears.com. Andrea most recently served as both president and education director of the New York Lactation Consultant Association. And as I mentioned, she has really changed my life when it came to breastfeeding. Um, So we're going to talk internet breasts with the proper context of advice things can go terribly awry. So as I mentioned, first of all, so excited to have you here, Andrea. Thank you for joining us. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Thank you for having me, Deb. It's very <laughs> exciting to be on your podcast. Thank you. So I've known Andrea, as I mentioned, uh, almost 14 years, and Andrea has desperately helped me with both my kids. I remember there was one point, you know, and I actually thought I'd be pretty cool with breastfeeding, having been around it for so long. But for those out there that have tried breastfeeding or maybe daunted by it, I get it. So there was one night where things I thought were going well, and Andrea, you might remember this, where Shay was about two and a half weeks old, and Joey and I, like three in the morning, were having just a horrible time breastfeeding. And I don't know when you got this, but there was a frantic text that was awaiting you the next morning. And I'm so lucky that I had Andrea there within hours and she just looked at what I was doing and changed everything up. So I felt fortunate that I had someone right at my fingertips to help. Um, but not everyone can get to a lactation consultant or support group. And so they may actually start to look for the internet for questions. I mean, I know that I remember when my um, supply was starting to deplete, I started looking at the internet. I tried everything from 
you know, mother's tea to, I was starting to order like the shrimp and fenugreek roti wrap from, from the China, from the Indian restaurant. So Andrea, can you talk a little bit about that? You know, when it comes to resolving breastfeeding issues, can you discuss what commonly comes up for people and what the internet is helpful for with those issues? Helpful. You know, the internet is good for information, Mm -hmm. I will say, because we have to look at the source. Always look to the source. Who's putting out this information? So many mothers are desperate for that kind of help. Mm -hmm. And when they look on the internet for, okay, I have sore nipples, what does that mean really? How sore are your nipples? So sore nipples is one of the things that people look on the internet for help for. As you said, low supply issues oversupply, um, being engorged, things like that. And those are the challenges that mothers face in terms of finding the right kind of help. Finding the right kind of help obviously is key, Mm -hmm. but certainly when we go to the internet for information, it may not be, it may not be able to answer your specific question. And that's the challenge that new mothers face. So how are we going to figure that out? That's what we're going to be talking about today. Yeah, absolutely. Um, So what are some of the bigger issues that cannot be resolved from the internet? You know, so I'm guessing there are some common issues that the internet can help with. um, But I'm also guessing, you know, so what might those be? Like some common stuff that people you think, you know, in trusted sources. I know when I'm researching things, I personally don't go for you know, the, the message boards, you know, I'm a little bit of a research geek. So I want to like, I want to see it from like some sort of journal of medicine or really some sort of expert. Is there any area that you think can be resolved from the internet? Or do you think really it's best to try to steer away from that? Right. I think it's okay to do a basic search. You know, they are trusted websites and I'm sure you can list um, after the program is over or on your own website that you can put out there for Mm -hmm. people to be aware of. Mm -hmm. Um, you really want to be extremely careful about the source. I can't stress that enough. So sorting out the source first is most important. Secondly, finding out exactly what your situation is. So as much information as you can give the source to get information back is helpful. So if you can find something that's interactive online, Mm -hmm. that's really helpful. Um, And very, very basic things like you're three days in and you're very, very engorged. How you became that engorged is super important. For moms who've had a C-section, they may have had um, lots of swelling in the breast that's not milk. If you, if you go on the internet and you say, I'm very engorged, somebody may say, put cabbage leaves on your breasts. Right, and, and that, that can dry them up, right? And that hurts. Exactly. That hurts, meaning it lo- you dry up your milk. Exactly. Right. It actually is a technique for bringing down the supply. So it's not recommended. So it's hard for me to say to you, well, there are three things that you can go on the internet to find good answers for, mm-hmm. because everything in breastfeeding is so individual and so specific. Okay. Let's figure out what those are that you can find on the internet. That's the hard part. That's the really the hard part for new moms. And that's what I face and all my colleagues face is getting information on the internet. There's so little that's actually accurate or evidence-based. Well, speaking of that, so if someone starts to take this advice and not realizing that there's a problem, you know, how can it harm them, you know, or is there, what should they do? Right. Getting help is key. I mean, I can't stress enough that getting help is key. And it starts with your pediatrician. Your pediatrician is a great resource for finding a, for good help. It may be La Leche League, 
it may be a Lalexia League person that can help, mm-hmm. or you may actually be able to find a lactation consultant that can come to you or a breastfeeding group. Because finding out how old your baby is is important to us, and exactly how you birth this baby is also important to breastfeeding. There's so much information that you can share with an individual on the phone or in a Skype conversation that can give you the specific answer to your issue. What are some of the bigger things that might not even show up on the internet, like mastitis? Like what would be some of the things that someone could have and not even realize they have? Right. Well, you know, you mentioned mastitis, Deb. Yeah. And that's one of the few things that's that's easy to diagnose on the internet. So I'm glad you brought that one up. Okay. Because there's so few. But that's one that people can say, well, okay, you know, my breasts are red. I have a temperature. Uh And I feel as if I'm coming down with a flu. And so you can look for that on the internet and find, okay, I have breast infection. So you know you can get help from your physician. That's it. I, well, I was able to figure out that I had a clogged duct from one, just from feeling it, but then two, I did a quick search and I, and I figured it out and they gave me some solutions and that, that was helpful. Is that one of the more common ones or could that be, I was just lucky. I think you're right in that, in that clogged duct is one of them that you can find information on how you treat it and the cause of it is key. So the actual diagnosis may not be difficult to actually sort out, mm-hmm. but what we do beyond that is is the difficulty, is the is the is the challenge, is the hard part. Yeah, and resolving it was actually quite painful. It yeah, was, because of why it's there. Yeah, why that I never figured out. Right. So you know, if someone does follow these, you know, some internet advice, can it be harmful to them? Right. You know, you asked that before and I kind of hesitated for me. I know, because I want to get to that answer. (laughs) I I didn't want to answer that because it can be, but it really can't in the long run. Because most things we can bring you back from from the edge, as I like to say. Okay. So you've already identified that you were able to find help about clogged ducts and people find help about mastitis on the internet. Mm -hmm. You can find help about low supply. You know, if you truly have a low supply, in other words, if your doctor says to you, you know, we need to supplement with formula, your baby's not gaining appropriately, and you put in low supply on the internet, you will get good advice. Yes, you'll get great advice about pumping and, you know, certain things that you can take, but will you be allergic to any of these things? So within the advice that you find will be things that may be harmful. Not everything is recoverable. So in other words, if you're allergic to things like chickpeas, people take fenugreek and you get a bad reaction. To, I know you mentioned that. I had no idea that chickpeas had anything to do with fenugreek. Um, and I remember taking that. Right. You're not allergic to chickpeas, are you? No, I am not. <laughs> okay. Good thing. Good thing. But people do end up in the ER. With an anaphylactic? You know? Say that again. Like an anaphylactic shock because of it? All sorts of reactions. Wow. But yes, yes. I Ultimately, yes. So within the instructions that you'll find on the internet in certain places and not in sources that are not recommended or, or, or just not helpful, there may be information that's not helpful to you. But as you said, most things are recoverable, yes. But the, the, the thing that mothers, the, the emotional distress that mothers go through while they're doing these searches and put themselves through as they go through these procedures to get better, don't necessarily help their long-term breastfeeding issues. Correct. Yeah, I can see that. And that's the issue. And that's the challenge. So there's information, but before you act on information, 
double check, triple check, you know, check many sources. You don't want to react to one thing that you find. Do if you see it of, three or four or five times uh-huh. and you speak to a couple of your girlfriends and they have a similar, or they've been through a similar situation, then, then you can proceed and try that. And then if it doesn't work, quickly get help. Now, I hear a lot of women concerned about low supply. Do you think sometimes they're self-diagnosing and it's not really low supply? I think you're right, Deborah. You know, so many times if babies are gaining appropriately, but the pediatrician isn't aware of the current recommendations for weight gain, which is half an ounce to an ounce every 24 hours for the first three to four months, if this baby's not gaining three or four ounces, you know, in a day, some pediatricians, and I don't mean specifically in the New York market, but all over the planet, will actually recommend just a little top off because Mm -hmm. they don't know that. Also, breastfed babies are far more interactive and alert. So people assume that they're hungry because they're talking a lot. Yeah. You know, when babies have artificial baby milk or artificial breast milk formula, they're much more relaxed and quiet because it does have an opiate effect on their brain. It has tryptophan. So it makes them sleepy. And so they're far quieter. So the mother who's hanging out with another mom whose baby is being bottle fed formula and she's a breastfeeding mom may not see that as a positive that her baby's more awake and interested and active and curious. And she may actually misunderstand that and assume that she's not producing enough for her baby. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. So is it a myth? I've always heard this, but now that you're saying tryptophan is in formula, I always heard that um, bottle-fed babies slept through the night better than breastfed. Is that because of the tryptophan in the in the formula? Or is that just a myth, like an urban myth? No, it's true. You know, cow's milk has tryptophan in it, which is why you hear <laughs> people say, well, I had a glass of warm milk and I slept like a log. Yeah, it has that opiate effect on your brain. And so... <laughs> For these formula-fed babies, and I will tell you, a lot of nursing moms will give their babies a little formula at night. Yeah, I have to say, there's some regret I'm having about that. (laughs) Right? Exactly. You feel guilty about it, but it does happen that way, and there's a reason for it, and it's not the best reason in the world. We want our babies' brains to be active, you know, reactive. And so when they're asleep, this is why the studies show that these babies who are formula-fed need to sleep with a pacifier. Oh, interesting. It keeps their brains functioning as they sleep. Oh, that's so interesting. Wow. You always are surprising me with information. Wow. Um, I want to also ask a little bit. So I know the way that you practice. I know when you work with moms, you really investigate the whole picture and look for very specific issues. So I'm guessing, you know, it's possible for certain issues like, say, you know, painful nursing or cracked nipples. 
Couldn't that be a symptom of several different scenarios? So how would a mom decipher what her specific issue is again? Like, and you know, so again, can it be more detrimental to her and the baby if she's incorrectly self-diagnosing? Yes and no. And okay. I don't want to sound like I'm being on the fence or sketchy. Okay. But, you know, so, again, we have millions of mothers nursing and hundreds of thousands of them will find internet information and continue to breastfeed without a problem. So what percentage of these mothers out there that will find this information will lose their milk supply because they didn't get specific help? That's hard to say. Okay. But if we, if we, if we think about it, and anecdotally, if you think about your friends who not sought help and give, given up on breastfeeding and have been sad about it. Yes. In my in my world, just among my friends and relatives, that's about a good half of them. Yeah, I do know a lot of moms. I mean, basically because I work with mom, you know, pregnant moms and postpartum moms, but a lot will, you know, give it up. They didn't feel they had supply or they felt pressured by the family that they didn't oh. think they had supply. Um, and many of them... We're really quite sad about it. And, you know, the best I could do is listen and say, you know, you did the best you can. But I'm wondering, and maybe they didn't get the right information because sometimes I'm guessing there's same symptoms to many things and what they were feeling might not have been actually what they thought they had. And that's the sad truth that you just laid out, my friend. That's the sad truth. That's exactly the issue that, that women today are facing. That's exactly it, you know, not reaching out for help or just not knowing where to find help or just feeling pressured or being embarrassed mm-hmm. or feeling inadequate, you know, when in fact most things can be surpassed pretty quickly and pretty easily. And the good news is every city has lactation consultants. You know, there's a La Leche League meeting in every city. What are the, the people in like the smaller towns that just can't get to a city? You know what? People are doing internet visits now. Oh, you can do internet with La Leche On your cell phone. Oh, well, that's fantastic. Because I do recognize, you know, some of the amazing gifts of living in a metropolitan area. There's so much available, but there are a lot of people that they go into a city, especially with a brand new baby, and their nipples are cracked, and they're, you know, emotional and overwhelmed by what's going on. I'm sure they cannot get in a car and get themselves, you know, a couple hours. So I'm glad to hear that there's, you know, La Leche League available like that. Oh, yeah. And not just La Leche League, but I mean, private lactation consultants do internet visits. So how do they do an internet visit? They just kind of, they watch and look at the latch and they watch how the baby's suckling and they look at the mom's nipples. Like, how is it? I guess, and we listen. And you listen. Right. So most of my colleagues, including myself that do these, will actually be contacted by somebody who's in pain for whatever reason, maybe even in the hospital, and just casually with a cell phone observe the actual latch style, the attachment, how we're putting baby to breast, and look into baby's mouth again with the camera on the phone and be able to sort of make good, good, uh, let's just say good adjustments to what's happening right there. Interesting. And, 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 of course, listen to what mom's questions are and give good, good advice and good support over the phone. But what, so about, the, them, what about the women that, that they can't afford that expense? Right. Do they well, try to luckily, go to their pediatrician? Oh, luckily, most pediatricians now, even outside of New York City, all over this country, 
has some kind, most pediatricians will have some kind of lactation support in their office. And if they don't, they know where to find it. And the good news is that, you know, if you really cannot afford a private visit from a lactation consultant and you're within the WIC system, WIC provides free lactation services and support. Oh, that's great. So for women who fall in that category, there's help. And there are lactation consultants. There are certified lactation consultants, people who are not necessarily board certified or internationally board certified. They're lactation counselors that can help moms out there. So there are various um, healthcare providers that provide lactation services beyond the IBCLC. If you come to an IBCLC, it means that things are pretty serious and you need help. If you see a CLC, that's a certified lactation consultant, she's qualified to help you do the latch and make sure that things are going as they should. So you're not just necessarily looking for an IBCLC. I want mothers to know that there are CLCs out there who are trained to help them with that. So they don't have to go to the internet. They can go to the internet and find a local CLC. And usually... (laughs) So there it is. There's, I think you just resolved the issue. Go to the internet, not to resolve, not to figure out what's going on yourself, but to go there to find someone that can. All right. I think we well, okay. I want to get back to the internet for one moment. So say someone doesn't even know that they can look someone up and do these, you know, over the phone or that WIC has this, cause you know, I didn't realize all this. So what are, what would some of the most egregious mistakes a new mom could make by following internet advice? All right, well, we can start with, I just gave birth and my breasts are really engorged. I type that in, oh, engorgement, well, then I'm going to put cabbage leaves on my breasts and ice packs. Within three days, that milk is mostly gone. That's, that's can it come stuff. back? It's hard to come back, but it can, it can be encouraged and coaxed to come back. Um, but for the mother who's gone to that extent, um, it, it can be very, very sad and a lot of work. On top of baby care, it means a lot of pumping and having the baby suckle and not necessarily get a lot of milk. Oh, that would be... Good news is it can come back. So for the mom who says, I don't care what I have to do, if it takes me three days, I'm going to do this, you can get help and you can bring it back. And if you've done that and you're listening to this, get out your hospital-grade machine and start <laughs> pumping. Every two hours for at least 15 minutes. Wow. That's some serious commitment. Right. So that's the sad part because, you know, you've just given birth. And, and your you're exhausted. In and your body's going, yes, the baby's here. Let's make milk. And it might be painful. For the mother who's had a C-section, it might also have swollen tissue around the milk. So we call that edema, swelling. Mm-hmm. And your breasts become three times their normal size. What's the treatment? Well, cold to reduce the swelling and nursing to get the milk out. Mm -hmm. But the mother who doesn't understand what her body's going through and checks the internet or just listens to uh, a website that she found on the internet casually may end up losing her supply because of that. That'd be horrible. That sounds like probably the most egregious mistake. I can't think of really anything. You're right. That's where it starts. Yeah. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. 
That's chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. I mean, I, I, remember re- I remember listening to a podcast about there is some degree, like, of discomfort, but it shouldn't always be uncomfortable, like, when the baby's first starting. Do you agree with that? Not necessarily. Okay. Um, you know, Deb, you know me personally and professionally. Yeah. Um, you know, what I learned growing up in the Caribbean, I was born and raised in Trinidad and Tobago, and I myself was breastfed for what was considered an extended period of time. <laughs> I was College. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> and believe it or not, I'm, I'm just getting in touch with one of the people that breastfed me, but I was breastfed by three people. That's a whole other conversation. Yeah, we'll do a whole new podcast on that. <laughs> um, but what I what I observed watching people breastfeed in the Caribbean, and then when I came to this country and started working as a newborn care specialist, um, this is what I taught initially in the 80s. What I teach now is what I taught initially in the 80s. And then when I went on to study human lactation science and human lactation management, what I was taught was different from what, I understood breastfeeding to be. So I basically brought back everything that I knew about breastfeeding. And so the mothers who give birth in a hospital, if they understand what a cradle latch is, they have absolutely zero pain going in and coming out of breastfeeding. In other words, that first week that most people would expect the nipple tissue to be somewhat irritated, Mm -hmm. most people around the world are not experiencing that because they're compressing their areola. And what I learned, you know, initially in human lactation science was some compression, but not as much as we do in the rest of the world. So this is what I teach. So that's why I said yes and no. Yes, I expect that to happen if mothers are not compressing the areola into the nipple, Mm -hmm. meaning making what we call a breast sandwich. Yes. And the mother who's doing that, she might be an immigrant. She might have taken a prenatal breastfeeding class. She's not going to get that kind of damage. Because she's understood that the nipple needs to be in the baby's soft palate, which is at the back of the throat. And she learned to compress her areola to make it as small as possible so this baby avoids, so she avoids having the baby latch onto her nipple. You see, this is all stuff that I remember you teaching me. You know, I took my class, I've been working with breastfeeding women forever. (laughs) And it's just fascinating. I was talking to some women today in postnatal yoga that. It just doesn't seem as instinctual as it should be. Like, you know, there is a technique to breastfeeding that, you know, I think it needs guidance. And I you know, I don't always see the best guidance in some of the hospitals. Um, so what happens when a, woman, when a woman doesn't have the hospital support and she goes home? And what can she, I'm, I'm getting, I think she goes back to the idea she's going to go to the internet. Right. Yes. Well, you know, most hospitals today are offering some kind of lactation service within their walls. In other words, before you're discharged, you're generally seen by a lactation consultant or a nursing or one of the nursing staff that's been trained in lactation medicine. That's great. Um, beyond that, you get home. Generally, upon discharge, they will sort of follow up two or three days later. Um, but, the, but beyond discharge, they will discharge you generally with a list of lactation consultants or the local uh, lactation Consultants Association. If none of this happens, as you said, Deborah, you're right. These moms, we go home and we're in pain and we go right to the internet. Yeah. I will say there's less of that lately. There is less of that lately. And there's more of 
I see on the internet more of my colleagues actually doing um, question answer things on the internet, oh, that's which great. is really nice because that gives the individual mother an opportunity to write to us and say, well, I can't afford you, but can you answer this one question? And then gives us a chance to maybe go around that and have a private conversation with her or answer publicly so that she gets the answer. But more importantly, everybody else gets that information as well. Well, do you have, are there any concrete signs that a mom may need to seek personal attention from her pediatrician or lactation consultant, you know, besides just like, well, I'm not sure if the latch is right. Is there anything that can really be a telltale sign, like things have gone awry? You know, I'm guessing cracked nipples, babies not gaining weight. I'm guessing those are some of the probably top things. Right. Well, well, those would be the more obvious ones that the pediatrician would pick up, huh? Mm-hmm. Um, we go for that follow-up visit or that initial visit, maybe the well baby visit, and baby has actually not gained since he was he or she was discharged from the hospital. Mm-hmm. That's one of those occasions where we'd want to we'd want to check out that baby's latch, right? Check out mom's supply, you know. <laughs> <laughs> gotta love the New York City uh, traffic New York out there. City at its very best, and of course, <laughs> I live on a big avenue. Um, so these are the things that we want to we want to make sure is happening. What about the mother whose breasts have not changed during her pregnancy, and her obstetrician or her midwife didn't catch that, and she gives birth and she's breastfeeding and her milk just isn't coming in? We want to catch that mom in that first week to sort of provide the support that she needs to get past that. Yeah, actually, I remember being with a doula client and she was, you know, laboring. And at one point I helped her into her gown and I didn't say anything at the moment, but all of a sudden I looked over and I'm like, oh my God, she has inverted nipples. And I, you know, it wasn't something to say during her labor, but I brought it up later and she didn't even realize it. And and she, this particular mom had a very difficult time breastfeeding her first. In fact, she was so adamant to give her baby breast milk. I couldn't believe she did. This was amazing. She pumped for, I think a year and got her baby to drink breast milk. She really believed in it. Her second baby, luckily she was able to breastfeed better, but she tried shields. She tried, you know, some of the really top uh, people here in the city. She had the, you know, the hospital grade, but I think nobody noticed. I don't know if her pediatrician noticed or her, you know, her OB never mentioned it. But yeah, she had inverted nipples, and it became a real, a real challenge for her. Do you think people don't know their own body that they don't recognize those things? Absolutely, you witnessed it yourself. Yeah, you know, like you said, inverted nipples, no breast change. You know, that's a big one. Yeah. While you were pregnant, you noticed your areola got larger and darker. Your and sore. <laughs> and sore. Your whole breast may have been sore. Yeah. And they got a little bit fuller, or for some people got a lot fuller. Yes, I was looking like a porn star. Yeah, mine were quite full. <laughs> I see that a lot. Okay. I'm sure, I'm sure, I'm sure somebody appreciated that. <laughs> but then you went on to breastfeed just fine. See, so... This, it comes right back to that. Um, for the mother who hasn't seen any of these changes and nobody has noticed it for her, she comes home and she, her baby's not gaining weight. Like you said, we go to the pediatrician and we're saying, my baby's not gaining weight. We want her to see a lactation consultant. And, you know, most pediatricians nowadays are saying that. You know, all over this country, they're saying it. They're saying, we can get help for you. There is someone who can help you. And not necessarily go to an office, but people will come to your home or over the internet to help or over the phone. There's support. 
That's so not necessarily doing that surge at three o'clock in the morning or blurry eyed and exhausted. <laughs> do yeah. it to find help. Yeah, I do remember that day. Well, do you have any last words you want to offer breastfeeding moms out there about any of the topics? I would love again to talk to you more another time. I definitely want to touch more on the topic of, you know, the whole idea of um, not enough supply. I think that comes up a lot. But are there any things? Is there anything else you want to offer women for a little more piece of advice? Mm. That's a great question, and and it, and it, and I glad and I'm really glad that you asked me that because it varies depending on who I'm talking to, but since we're having a chat with the entire planet, <laughs> I will say three things. Okay. Breastfeeding is a choice. You, you brought it up, Deb. So many people feel pressured to breastfeed. And I always tell my, my clients, I would much rather you be a happy formula feeding mom than a unhappy and miserable and resentful and, and angry and, and upset nursing mom, even if it's working well for you. So so the moms out there who are breastfeeding and they're not happy, it's okay. You can pump and bottle feed. It's no problem. Or you can switch the formula. Don't let anybody guilt you into it. I mm-hmm. really, that's my number one tip. My second thing that I want to share with everybody is if you choose to breastfeed, embrace it. Embrace all of it. Yes, you smell different. Yes, your body looks different. And yes, you may want to have a different relationship with the people around you, but you're very focused on your baby. That's normal. Enjoy it. Embrace it. And thirdly, stay hydrated. That's one of my key things. So many moms are walking around dehydrated and we don't think about it. But every time you nurse your baby, you're literally losing fluid. Yeah, it makes sense. That's it. Drink up. Anything you want to drink, of course, you know, within limits. <laughs> yeah, we can have a whole nother talk on the whole wine situation while drinking too. <laughs> That'll be fun one day. Yeah, I but didn't we know that women. While we do that conversation, we certainly will. Uh, I didn't know that breastfeeding women smell different. Is that just to the baby, or is it perceivable to other people? Well, it's perceivable to most partners. Most partners will say, yeah, I sent that. It's a different scent. And eventually the partners pick up that scent as well. And it's, you know, it's your hormones that's basically exploding out of your body. Oh, that's so interesting. I had no idea. Oh, talk to your girlfriends. You'll hear. Well, I think for me, I'd be curious if my husband sensed anything. I was doing placental encapsulation and I literally smelled of iron. So that might have overpowered anything else. Well, that's that's smelling different. Yeah, I certainly did. Well, this has been amazing. So I think kind of the takeaway for moms out there is, you know, if you are going to go to the internet, make sure it's a reliable source, but ultimately try to get personal one-on-one attention and what you've said Andrea it's amazing that there are more options than just looking on a website I didn't know that you know you can talk to you know La Leche League or a consultant via the phone and that WIC can do this and it I didn't even realize that they had lactation consultants that checked up on women once they were discharged so you really you opened my eyes so I hope this helped women steer away from just conversations and online be like, Oh, this helped for me. Maybe it'll help for you know, to really go for concrete information. If that's the way they're going to go. Good point. You know, it's important because it's important to each mother that her baby is well nourished. And I want to share the website if it's okay with yes, you. Deb, yes, of course. Find every lactation consultant on this planet. 
It's internationallactationconsultantsassociation.org. Great. So it's just the first letters, I-L-C-A.org. And I'm going to put this on the show notes too. I'll put this, I'll put a hyperlink on the show notes. So all of this stuff will go there, um, including for those that are intrigued by Andrea, because she's amazing, I'll have um, your website on there. So if people want to see you and see your video, The Caring for Newborn, which is a class I took, we teach at Prenatal Yoga Center, I want people to be able to reach you because you're, you really helped me, you helped the students at PYC, and you're just a wealth of knowledge. I can't thank you enough for joining. And because you are a wealth of knowledge, I look forward to finding more topics because I know you teach not just the breastfeeding, but you teach caring for newborn too. So I think we need to jump into that topic at some point. So, wow, Andrea, thank you so much. Thank you, Deb. It's been a real pleasure right, working well, with you for the last 14 years. I know. It's and, kind of crazy. And for the last 40 minutes, it's been a great fun <laughs> conversation. Thank you. Thank you for having me. And thank, thank you, listeners. You. All right. Thank you. breastfeeding. Yes. All right. Be well. Take care. Thank you guys so much for listening tonight with Andrea Sims Brown. So if you like this, please go to iTunes and throw a review up there. The more people that do that, the more people will learn about us at Yoga Birth Babies. You can also check us out on Facebook. I do Periscopes three times a week, Prenatal Yoga Center. Actually, I think it's under Deb Blaschenberg, so scratch that. And also check out our Instagram. So again, thank you so much. And I look forward to having you back sometime to listen to another podcast. Take care. Bye. This has been an episode of Yoga Birth Babies produced by Prenatal Yoga Center. You can catch us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Periscope. I'm Deb Flaschenberg. Thanks for listening. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.